Hi, my name's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood, your favorite thing to do on a Tuesday or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Uh, my name's Jess, like I said, I'm a comedian and a, a fun lady from Los Angeles, California originally. Yeah, I am from LA and uh, a funny place that LA, I really do love it. It's a great place, especially if you hate to read. Hey, let's get ready for the show. <laughs> let's do it. Bam. And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad. I'm broad. I'm broader than Broadway. Yes, I'm broad. I'm a broad and I'm broader than Broadway. And I'm diddling, 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 diddling myself. And it feels oh so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash, baby. Oh yeah, what time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess Wood. Hi, that's me. I'm Jess Wood. Hello. And welcome to a special only audio Mercury retrograde special programming of Get Wood. Yeah. Hey, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. For those of you who don't know, I'll hip you to the facts. And the facts are... I usually am live on Instagram right now doing this show, live and direct, face made up, hat on even. A hat, you say? Well, happy fucking June 1st. I'm wearing a hat, bitch. Yes. Jewelry? Uh-huh. I mean, stop it. Made up. Jewelry. Hat on too. Come on, baby. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, you can't fight Mercury Retrograde, babes. You cannot fight Mercury Retrograde. For those of you who do not believe in the astrological, planetary little goddamn parallel portal situation going on out and out there in here all around us, <clears throat> I beg to cough and differ. I do because listen, I have been doing this show all year since uh, uh, the <laughs> since the red the other retrogrades since the Quarquar had Star Star. Yeah, I'm talking about when did I start this March? of 2020. It is now June of 2021. And I must say, I have never had this happen before. Never, ever, ever. So guess what I did? I did that oh so technical move where I just turned the motherfucking phone off. I was like, you know what, bitch? You haven't been off in a while. Do you ever look at your phone and think, ooh, you need a break? (laughs) You need a vacation. I'm holding on to you. I'm bringing you everywhere with me. You're in the pocket. You're in the bathroom. Oh, you shouldn't be in the bathroom. There's there's proof that the phone should not be in the bathroom. Although I often find myself bringing it with me in there. Now, I'd say I brought it in because of music, because of podcasts, because I don't like to be alone. Who's with me? <laughs> it's been quite a year. Uh now, sometimes you think back and you go, well, the last time I had someone living at my pad, it was kind of torturous and maybe I am happy that I'm alone. But to tell you the truth, after all this time goes by, you start romanticizing the folks that, you know, you hung out with that maybe you were upset with the last time, but now you're romanticizing them on account of lonesomeness. You know, I'm not, I'm thinking back. I'm thinking about the pirate, especially and I'm thinking, my goodness, he wasn't, I mean, he's a, he's a lovely man. He has a hard time with certain things. He struggles with issues, you know, drugs. And um, 
Sure, he lives in a van, but a lot of people are living in vans these days. And at least he's got a van and he's not just in the streets on a tent. You know what I mean? Like I had said to my friend, I had said to her, you know, the next time I meet a man and I want to hook up with him, I'm going to ask that we go to his house. And she goes, did you say his tent? And I said, no, I definitely did not say his tent. Tent and house, very different words. And my attitude these days, quite different from before. Oh, God. I mean, unless I'm meeting you somewhere, perhaps we're meeting in the middle of the desert someplace. There are campground areas. We're not just in the midst of the tumbleweeds and the cacti, but there are actual parking places and, oh, I don't know, baños, bathrooms for those English speakers. Um, but you know, I do need, I'm not a rough, a, a roughing it kind of gal. I'm, I'm just not, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. I'm not embarrassed at all. I'm not a high maintenance. Well, maybe I am. I like a tweezer and a magnifying mirror, even if I'm camping. I don't want a whisker to visit me in the woods. Whiskers in the woods. They're never any fun, but they do tend to show themselves when you get more sun. Um... Whiskers in the Woods. It's my new musical for Broadway. Uh, but really, I, I don't think I'm high maintenance. But then when I think about what I want and need for <laughs> if I need if I ever go comping again, because listen, if you're raised in a way that's like you're camping all the fucking time. And if you've stayed in motels as your house at your house, your room, your apartment, whatever, your home, your living situation. I lived in motels, hotel, motel, holiday inn. Say what? No, never a holiday inn. That was way too upscale for us. That's the truth. So um, when you're not... Uh, you know, taken such great care of <laughs> uh, as a child and you're kind of roughing it as you go along your your journey of to growth and preteen and adulthood and your free time as myself was spent in mud and dirt and uh, without proper clothing or proper bug spray uh, then you tend to not want to go camping. And these are the things I don't want to do. I don't want to go to Burning Man. Like people, I can't believe you don't want to go to Burning Man. How could you miss out on Burning Man? It's such a fucking, uh, it's a kaleidoscope of culture and art. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's a bunch of dirty people with their tits out. And guess what? That's how I grew up. Thank you very much. Next. And then people want to go camping with me. I had this one chick. She's like, oh, man, I think we should go camping together. And I, and I looked at her and I go, I don't know if you know me very well. I mean, really, do I put out the camping vibe? Am I a camping type of gal? Do I seem like I'm roughing it a lot? Uh, don't answer that. <laughs> uh, but I don't. I don't want to camp unless you have, <laughs> again, high maintenance, not thinking they're high maintenance. Ah. I think the best of us who are high maintenance do not think we're high maintenance. How dare they think I was high maintenance? All I want is a blow-up bed for camping, a tweezer, magnifying mirror, lotion, shampoo, conditioner. I mean, what I thought was really hysterical about uh, the pirate, a.k.a. the wolf, my ex-boyfriend, was that he was so 
<clears throat> living in a van, but he had he had more hair products than I did. And I mean, his hair is very beautiful, curly and long, but really he had more products than I ever did. And I thought that was really funny. <laughs> Uh, he, I don't know why he and my mom really remind me of each other. Uh, and I did meet him right after my mom died. So I feel like there was a bit of a spirit in him, uh, because he, he, uh, he had that thing about like, I live in a van, but I have a lot of bottles of conditioner and hair serum, beard oil, you know, all the, all the stuff that keeps his smelling good and looking fresh. And then you take the lady back to your van area. Um, <laughs> you really got her. You got her. You were looking so good. But uh, my mom, who really, really railed on the 70s and 80s, what she called just too much fucking TNA. You know, Jesse, just too much fucking TNA. And for those of you who don't know, T and A is tits and ass. My mom just thought there were way too much tits and ass out there for everybody to consume <clears throat> the media, the clothing, all the stuff. But my mom, Mama L, did not wear underpants. So, uh, who's really, <laughs> who's really, God damn that T and A, it's just a bunch of bullshit. But I don't need to wear underwear. What are you, some sort of uptight fucking corporate media mogul? You know, I'm like, what does that even mean, Mom? I'm five. But uh, she really railed on the old TNA. Oh, the goddamn TNA. And they did, They. I mean, we had dolphin shorts when I was really little. Dolphin shorts. If you don't know what they are, please. <laughs> oh, please, Google. Uh, it, it, they are just really small uh, shorts that kind of just give you an idea of what's happening underneath there. I think there was a, an underwear involved in the shorts as well. Like there was a, a netted kind of nutsack, uh, rester and vulva netting. <laughs> I don't know. How you, I don't know what they called it, but it was kind of a, um, catch-all for your shorts. Short shorts. Goddamn TNA. Just a bunch of fucking tits and ass out there, Jesse, for everyone to just look at. And I'm like, mom, you don't have any underpants on and you're scratching your vagina right now in front of me on the couch. Just spread eagle and scratching. Uh, yeah, there are certain, yes, excuse me, what are you going to say you to that? Because who lived it, folks? Come on. <laughs> And a lot of people listen to the stories that I tell and they say to me, Jessica, wow, I can't believe you are as adjusted and, uh, you know, in the, in the society, like you're, you're like part of society, you're a good human being, a part of society. And I say, ha ha, am I though? I mean, I, I do think I am in, a, in ways uncertain uh, to myself on how I pull them off, you know, renting a car, renting an apartment, or, well, actually, I, I haven't rented a car. I am now getting a car. Do you understand what it means to get a car after 20 years? Folks, 20 years I haven't had a car. That's a lot of time without being behind the wheel. But as in the bicicleta, the bicicletas, you can also get back into your car and just vroom, 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 and you're out of there. 
Of course, I'd like to discuss the fear. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had some fear. It was major, majorly major. Like frozen. Frozen fear, fear of frozen, frozen fear, fear, fear froze. And I, I'm pretty sure it was just because I, uh, I, 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 I've changed a lot and I've, I've gotten to a place where I, I, I care. I care about my life. I care about, I know I seem like I'm surprised at this, but this is, this is a, a woman who grew up quite close to death. I, am I talking about myself like I'm not here? <laughs> I grew up very dangerously. Most of the time, my life was in danger, whether it be from the people who were my, I'm going to put big air quotes around, caretakers, or uh, where I was when I left them and uh, was putting myself into situations. Now, hi, I'm a lady who wants to live a little. I, cer I certainly don't know what to do still, but I, I do care more about my life, I think, than I ever have, which is a great thing. And I congratulate you if you're in that as well. And if you're not, and you're still struggling with what your past has been and forgiving yourself and forgiving the people around you, God, man, I send you a lot of love because it's hard. It's very hard. I go from hating uh, to loving uh, my past experiences. That it fluctuates a lot. Um, and you know, I'm I'm honest with you guys. So I'll before the show, I had a little cry, cry. Why? Because some shit came up for me, and I was like, oh god. And then I cried it out. But guess what? If I hadn't have cried it out then, I probably would have broken down on the Instagram situation, <laughs> trying to get myself onto my live, doing it on Insta, and it just wasn't working. And I just started laughing, and I thought. Oh, that is so Buddhist of you. And you're not supposed to think that. That means you're not enlightened when you say you're Buddhist. <laughs> it's tricky. Oh, it's tricky. Anyhow, not having a car in so long and not really knowing how to navigate going to the car dealership and talking to people. And I realized, no, I've never done that before. I had only been uh, given a car or I bought it from a friend or just took over a title or, you know, like <clears throat> nothing having to do with stepping foot into a car dealership and used cars too, because I can't afford to get a new car. Uh, not yet anyway. Hello, manifestation. Hello. So I am lucky enough to call my neighbor, uh, my friend, Shout out to Jen. What's up, girl? And this girl is badass. I mean, in so many ways. But in one of the ways that I really needed really was for her to come with me to the car place and check out what was happening and who was the, you know, the guys, the little slickster snake oil salesmen in the parking lot there. And so uh, I had gone to a few that I could walk to because that makes sense for me. I walk. And gosh, it was so, excuse me, bizarre to tool around a bit with my pal and realize I am on like right near the Avenue Boulevard, whatever you want to call it, that has houses all the used cars places, which I don't know. I mean, in, uh, it's very strange. It's a strange culture shock here for me. It's a strange culture shock here because it's very, uh, I, I, I'm going to sound like a dick when I say this, but the status, status does not 
really matter. I mean, it does. There are people that have beautiful old lowriders that they work on and there are car clubs and that kind of status is a very, very respected and people just are go crazy for it. But I'm talking about like the bullshit. <laughs> like I have a, you know, a BMW and you don't or, you know, just kind of that weird status thing that I've grown up with in Los Angeles and then in New York as well. You can be as cultured as fuck, but still think that you're better than someone because you have more money, you know, and that, I never got down with that. <clears throat> Even when I had money, boy, I'm having a lot of ahems <clears throat> today. I think it's because I had a big smoothie before the show. Yeah, I have a smoothie every day. Self-care, it's really, it's really something else. It's a practice, okay? So um, the car thing is really fucking trippy. So I brought my friend, and thank God I did because she knew we took a couple of cars for like test drives, and she knew right away. She was like, nope, this is this pulls or this feels like it's a three cylinder and not a four cylinder. I mean, I was like, I'm impressed, bitch. I am impressed. And so she, we got to a place and the, somebody's kid got a car, but they wanted to get, the kid didn't like it. I don't know. Anyway, all I know is I think the one that I'm getting is someone bought for their daughter and made sure it was all safe and all good and all cute. And then I got it. And I'm like, oh my God, it's almost like I have like a dad who cares. Ah! So I kind of just, you know, I, I, uh, I, I, it's happening and I'm feeling pretty good about it. And, uh, thank you, Miss Lady for the help because I wouldn't have been able to, oh my God, talk them down. Oh my God. Drive the fucking car to the goddamn mechanic as soon as you get it before you make any uh, deals with anybody, you go, Oh, you know what? Let's bring it by my mechanic. What, what, and what? These are all in, these are all wild new things to me. So I am very grateful and I'm very excited to be, you know, uh, uh, uh leveling up, level up, level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. Yeah. And guess what else? Well, you don't have to guess cause you're out there in audio land. Okay. Um, I'm so used to doing this live on Instagram. I'm used to getting like automatic. Inst- I'm I'm very spoiled with the uh, instant gratification that I usually am getting on Instagram. Instagramification. Oh my God, that's a great word though. Has anyone used that Instagramification? I think that's like really real. I think that's something that I might have a problem with. <laughs> Do you ever just? Because I, I talk on the phone still, anybody, anybody, anybody brave enough to do that? <clears throat> and I talk on the phone. And then when I'm done on the phone, as I realize as soon as I hang up, instantly I go to the Instagram and I wonder if it's because I need Instagramification. Whew, insane. All right. So I, uh, I'm not going to make you guess what I did after that, but it's been quite a week. I went online and I applied for a job, a waitressing job. Now I know if you know me, you know, I have been waitressing half my life for real, like not even probably actually longer than half my life because I've been on my own since I'm 15. And I was serving yogurt and and looking the other way when the homeless lady used to come in and steal muffins. Yeah, there was this homeless lady that used to come in. I worked, I was 15 years old. I was a 10th grade dropout working at a yogurt shop on Ocean Avenue in Santa Monica, California, and then roller skating my ass to 
because <clears throat> not old enough to have not old enough to drive yet roller skating to my other job selling bikinis where I would have to make sure that the women all wore their underpants underneath trying on the bathing suits because even though there were g-strings that was kind of hip then uh uh I need your underpants to be on because I don't want your coochie and your bunghole uh juices all over our stuff anyhow so i used to work at a at a yogurt place and um <laughs> that was my first kind of waitressing job but again i did look the other way when this one homeless lady used to come in all the time and i saw her steal the muffins but i didn't say anything and then i got in trouble for it once because my manager was there and they saw me turn my back and let the lady take the muffin and they saw that I did it on purpose. And they were like, hey, Jessica, you're going to have to pay for that muffin because you obviously let that lady take the muffin. And I was like, okay, I don't mind. I don't mind. Take it out of my check. <laughs> and that wasn't even when it was so crazy. That was like when it wasn't as bad as it is right now. Now it's, I mean, there are 200 plus tents on the Venice boardwalk. And it's interesting though. There are certain people I follow on Instagram or Facebook and Venice looks like a war zone. You, I've seen videos of people getting hurt, getting shot. People get, I mean, it's horrifying. And then I follow other people that are on <laughs> on Venice Beach, and it looks like a, a whole party and a half. There's lights, there's fun bicycles and silly songs being sung and people skating around. I don't know. It, I guess it's perspective. All that TNA on the, on the fucking boardwalk. Uh, so anyway, I applied for a waitressing job here and I did ask my friend, what's the best place? And I applied to the best place and I thought, who knows? I mean, you apply online that never worked in Los Angeles or New York. You had to really huff it and bring your fucking paper resume to the place and be like, hi, is the manager here? Hi, help me. And uh, so this time I just put it out there and then I let it go. And I thought, I don't know what else, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And then I get a phone call a couple days later and they're like, hi, Jessica. Hi. Yes. So I went in for an interview the other day. Very cool place. I can go part time so I can do the comedy and the acting stuff still. I, uh, it looks like I could make a couple bucks, meet a lot of people. That's really what, you know, I think getting a job is really important in a new place because I don't go to church, you know? And I feel like that's how people meet one another when they go to a new town. They're like, well, we'll see what the church is like. And, uh, I don't have that. And comedy is my church and comedy isn't really big here, even though I love the boys and girls who do it. But, uh, last, I'll give you an example. Last night, Monday night, one of the biggest shows here, open mic, really fun, all comedy, comics. It's at this great bar. I talked about it last week, this bar called Inside Out where they don't have the roof. And I think I even asked last week out loud, what would happen if there was some weather in the forecast or it was supposed to rain or something? What would happen? I wonder if they have a tent or a, a lining or a shell or something, you know, to protect. Well, yesterday, we got monsoon, flash flooding, hail, all kinds of shit. I'm telling you, this 
motherfucking weatherman here. He is on his shit. Hardest working man in fucking New Mexico. I'll say it again. Because why? Because every time I have ever turned on the news here, especially yesterday, forget it. He's the star. He is the star of the fucking news. And he knows everything that he talks about. And the precipitation. I told you he has a fucking degree in precipitation. He's talking about wind gusts and rainfall and hailstorms and flooding and all kinds of shit. And guess what? It's dangerous as fuck out here, y'all, with the weather. No, Mother Nature rules the fucking school here. You, I it, it, Listen. When you're watching the news and they tell you do not walk outside because the rain, you don't know. It could be a little puddle. It could be a fucking puddle that swoops you in and smashes you down and floods you all the way to the river and then you die. And then you get in the river and don't hang out at the riverbed because the flash flood, it comes and it swooshes you down and then you die. I mean, my friend told me they find bodies all the time that the, when everything dries up, ah, okay. So that's some crazy shit. And then the hail, people are like, watch out for your vehicles getting hurt from the hail. I'm like, good Lord. I'm telling you, everything here is more authentic than anything I've ever experienced in my life. Look, yes. New York city winters. Oh, fuck. I lived in Coney Island at the beach, the wind fucking felt like you were getting stabbed in the face. But here, (laughs) yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. It's heavy. So anyway, I went to the waitressing job interview and it was great. And I'm going back tomorrow for the menu test. That's right. I have to take a menu test. And let me tell you something. Everything uh, they want me to... List everything that has red or green chili choice. Motherfucker, let me just list the whole menu. You know as well as I do there's only four items on this fucking menu that don't come with your choice of chili. Come on, New Mexico! Anyway, I don't test well, or I used to not test well. Let's not put it out there. Let's not spell anything, right? I used to not test well, but now you should see me. I'm taking notes and shit. I'm writing shit down like it's like my job. Well, it will be my job. <laughs> That's probably why. Oh, God. Hey, um, while we're talking, can we just, can I just ask you to please, please, if you're one of the people who started to say basically, I, I've talked about this before. You, I am a word lover, okay? I know I'm from Los Angeles, but I'm one of the rare breeds that have grew up reading. And I love words, and I love listening to the vernacular here, and I love what what happens here is we get like a couple of words that we get real hot for every year, and then people just say them without a with abandon. Just it doesn't even matter. Do you okay? I'm gonna go backwards a few years. I'm gonna go back about mm, six years. Okay, uh, I was still in New York, and the words random and awkward were really fucking big. You remember that? It was like, oh my god, this random guy came up to us at the bar, and he was like totally awkward, right? That was a big thing. Then a few years after that faded away, it was literally, literally, and it is what it is, became really, really tight in our talking. I was literally like so scared. Okay, again, a word you don't need, 
it's an it's an additional word that you do not fucking need. Literally. I was literally like, who are you talking to? That doesn't even make sense. So you understand where I'm coming from. Then what took over literally, basically, this fucking basically. And you know what it is? It's basic. Yes, I'm going to I'm going to use its preface and say, y'all who use basically all the time, it's basic. And it's again, repeating. It's repetitive. Uh, basically, I went to the store and got some toilet paper. No, you don't need it. I went to the store to get it's why are you adding? So basically, uh, and it's always got a goddamn question mark on it. I'm not asking you basically. You're telling me basically. I don't want that. Please stop doing that. And you know where else they're doing it? And I'm insanely upset. Do you hear me? I get very riled. On television. On television shows that I watch that I used to think were so smart and sassy. Want to hear the one that I'm talking about? In Treatment. Yes, In Treatment on HBO. Oh, a lovely show beautifully acted, supremely written until this fucking season. Why? Because for some reason, every character, except for uh, uh, our therapist, thank the Lord she doesn't do it. I hope she never does. I'll fucking lose my goddamn shit. Every one of her patients. Basically, I was a menace. Basically, I went, stop it. It, it doesn't, it's not, it, it doesn't, you, you sound dumb, okay? You basically, you sound like you don't know what you're talking about. Basically, you sound like you have no fucking vocabulary. And also, it's an extra word. Oh my God, why does it make me so mad? You know why I think it makes me so mad? Because Ellen, mama, my mama, she used to correct me and she would say that was wrong too. You can't say mama, she used to. Just say mama used to correct me. See, again, you're repeating when I when I would say to her, because here in the, in the West Coast, you say, oh, uh, telling a story, right? Uh, I was all, stop it, you guys. And she was all, no, don't stop. And I was all, no, you guys got to stop it. We're going to get in trouble. And she was all, no. And my mom would get so mad. She'd say, oh, Jesse, stop. Who was all, what were they all? Where were they all? And then if I said, uh, and then she goes, she goes, stop it. Oh my God, you're so stupid. My mom would say, she goes, Jesse, where's she going? Where's she going? So I think this vocabulary thing is really some deep shit that's (laughs) coming up because I used to get told I didn't speak correctly. And then guess who got all kinds of slang and likes and she goes and literally is Ellen. Yeah. When she moved up to Harlem, she uh, started to just talk. Jesse, I'm here and I'm literally here with all your people. Mom, what? Anyway, uh, please stop that. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that's it. I uh, just want to say shout out to Mercury Retrograde again for making me miss my uh, live video. And who knows, maybe I'll get a bug up my ass and do it again some other time tomorrow. I don't, I don't think so. You know, when you make a flyer, (laughs) 
<laughs> you really have. I really took a time, a time out, and I made a flyer. Anyways, uh, I hope you all enjoyed this audio-only version of Get Wood this week. Um, as usual, I will tell you to please take care of yourselves, take care of each other. It's so strange out still. It's No one's really familiar with what the deal is right now. So we're all kind of getting used to seeing each other again, going out again. If you're making out, making out again. You know what I mean? Like, well, be careful mentally, physically, all this stuff. Emotionally, just be careful. Take your time. Don't feel like you have to rush back out there and be like, I'm at the movies. You know, just whatever makes you comfy. Okay. I'm thinking about you. I'm sending you a lot of love. Uh, if you'd love to, if you'd love to help me out, I would love that and share this with your friends. Tell your, ask your friends, have you listened to Get Wood yet? Oh my God. She makes me so happy. She makes me giggle. She makes me think what a good time she is. That's me talking about me. And if you get excited and you want to send me some dough for this free little show that I give every week, uh, you can send it on the Venmos. Venmo is <clears throat> at just-wood-10. If you're in the pa uh, PayPal situation, the PayPal is wood382. Uh, and I do have a Patreon page, Get wood 69. <laughs> it's not porn, but it can be if you request it. Anyways, psych. Uh, basically, I was making a joke right there. <laughs> All right. Happy uh, Tuesday, everybody. Have a great week. I will see you next Tuesday. Oh, I wanted to also make an, an, an announcement. I am taking over my pal, a uh, new artist pal, Amy Baca Lopez. Her studio opening is Thursday, June 3rd, 6 o'clock start, 6.15, ribbon cutting. I will be taking over her Instagram, her live, Amy Baca Lopez. If you're on, you're on Thursday night, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 5 p.m. Pacific and 8 p.m. in the East. All right, y'all. I love you so much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah. I hope you had a good one. I hope this helped you in, in any way or made you giggle a little bit or made you think a couple times. All right. That's it. I know I keep saying that's it, but I uh, it's hard for me to say goodbye. No, you hang up first. No, you. No, you hang up first. Okay. On the count of three. One, two, three. Love you. Bye.